Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Whitten Yates, Harry Lyles Jr., Kevin Blackestone, Pablo Torre. The news of the day, and it's as feared. Complete tear of the Achilles tendon. Aaron Rodgers out for the season. So this Jets team now, ready to win right now. Do they make a bold move? And for Buffalo, do the Bills have a Josh Allen problem? Let's go around the horn. What's going on? That the Jets were able to win and how they won. The defense eating Josh Allen, Garrett Wilson's great touchdown catch, Xavier Gibson's walk-off punt return. It was victory from the jaws of just end the season. Thrilling, but you know the U-turn here is immense because it became official this morning. Aaron Rodgers out for the season. The Achilles, in fact, torn completely. Zach Wilson, for the time being, QB1. One detail I saw today from Diana Rossini's reporting for The Athletic that Rodgers had told the team he didn't like play calls that required cup locks from his linemen. On the play in question, it was a cup lock for Dwayne Brown that Leonard Floyd worked through and where he sustained the injury. Around the horn for the reaction to the news of the day, complete tear season over for Aaron Rodgers, Clinton Yates' first year. My first thought was, man, this is awkward for a couple different reasons. Not just because of the height of the expectations after all of hard knocks and the whole offseason and everything, but inside the very building of the Jets. Let's not forget that Zach Wilson was picked very high by this team. He was somebody they thought was going to be able to achieve. And when you brought in Aaron Rodgers because the players on his team said that they wanted an improvement at the position, you hoped you had something. Now you don't. And now you're openly speculating about another quarterback you're going to bring in over the guy that you had to begin with. This just seems like a lot for Salah to be dealing with, never mind what the expectations are on this specific field. I cannot imagine what it's like in the Jets' front office right now, just trying to work through everything, and Aaron Rodgers is out here second-guessing his own coaches, even when he's not playing. Not a good scenario at all. Harry Lyles Jr. To me, this just feels like devastating, both from timing and from what it means for the New York Jets. We're talking about a franchise that has been trying to get back to some sort of prominence basically for 60 years, right? It's never been quite consistent (laughs) with them. And we're talking about a team where all the players on the roster have been vouching for that guy. They wanted this guy to be in this place. They got him. He's one of the best quarterbacks that we've ever seen play. And for me, my mind didn't necessarily even go to, oh my gosh, we're not going to see him for the rest of the season. He's 40 years old. We're talking about an an Achilles tear. This is not an ACL. This is not a sprained ankle. That is something that is difficult for anybody of any age to come back from. And the expectation that Aaron Rodgers at this point in his life and in his career could just come back from something like that, I think is a very bold assumption. Kevin Blackstone. 
Well, it's as if the uh, Jets didn't have bad luck, they wouldn't have any luck at all, right? I mean, they've had these sorts of injuries before uh, with quarterbacks that they were very hopeful with in a playoff run. Chad Pennington, Vinny Testaverde both got hurt when these teams were pretty good. Um, so it's just, it, it, you just feel bad for the franchise and, and feel bad for the fans. But I will say this. It's not necessarily close the door on Aaron Rodgers because of this injury. While it is devastating, I can remember in, 19, in the early 1970s, Sonny Jurgensen, who at that time was the best quarterback in the NFL, in New York in Yankee Stadium, blew out his Achilles. He came back at 39-40, and 6-2 record when the stubborn coach of the team, George Allen, would let him play, completed over 60% of his passes. So you can come back from these injuries. Wow. It's not over. If, if, if Aaron Rodgers was there just for this year to win a Super Bowl, then, yeah, it's over. But I would think that they were looking at at least a two-year window. This it year, maybe next year to get but it. I love exactly. the history lesson there from Professor True. Blackiston going back to the 1970s. Pablo Torre, uh, what transpired? I don't know if Kevin Blackestone is the shaman that is the answer to the Jets' whole like ceremony of misery right now, Tony. Sonny Jergensen does not alleviate the fact <laughs> that the Jets are absolutely playing for this year in specific. I get that this is a two-year deal, but let's talk about this year. This is a team with a top five defense. This is a team that was more obviously a quarterback away than anybody else in the entire sport. And when you have the guy who had the docu-series hard knocks, who was running onto the field with the American flag, like this is just flatly, this is the jetsiest thing that has ever happened, which says quite a bit. You had all of the buildup, and now you have this void, a void of not just quarterbacking on the field, but a void psychologically. If I watched Hard Knocks, my takeaway, and I did, my takeaway would be they count on Aaron Rodgers more than any team counts on a single player when it comes to leadership, decision-making, and now that's all different in four plays. Nothing else has happened like this. Talk me through this, though. You saw the team that was on the field non-Aaron Rodgers yesterday, and they are built to win right now. That defense, we're going to talk about Josh Allen in a little bit. That defense wrecked Josh Allen in this game. So my, my question is, you got Zach Wilson, and then there are other names. Who, who's going to throw some other names out here? Let's hear it. I know somebody wants to say Tom Brady. Go ahead. Just say Tom Brady right now. And then Matt Ryan is also yeah. on a list of – Quarterbacks who are unrostered right now who might be available. Carson Wentz, Joe Flacco could be backo. Maybe trade for Jameis Winston or Sir Matthew Stafford. That's the options. Harry, where should the Jets turn? I think they're got to stick with Zach Wilson. None of those options sound great to me, and they would still have to come in and learn this offense. But this, again, is why I said in August during the Pro Football Hall of Fame game that you need to see what Zach Wilson is going to evolve if Aaron Rodgers is helping him in case he gets hurt. And now we're here. The positive, I think, though, is that this team is built to win with a lesser quarterback. And I think the way that they won that game last night is how it's going to have to look for most of the season. You have one of the best defenses that anybody in the NFL is going to see. Garrett Wilson is one of the best receivers that you are going to see. And Brees Hall, if Brees Hall looks like that for the majority of the season, not only is he going to help your offense and alleviate some of that quarterback play, but he's also going to shorten football games. And if Zach Wilson is going to be your quarterback, it's going to have to be that. Zach Wilson. QB1 for the Jets from Harry Lyles. Pablo Torre, where are you? Tony, we're talking about this season. I'm considering trading a first-round pick. Maybe a first-round pick. Yes, a first-round pick for Kyler Murray. 
Go get somebody that is a risk on some wow. real level. He has, he has health concerns himself. He I can't get play it. for the first month of the season. Yeah, yeah. But high upside, Tony. Like, it's either that or you realize that it's Andrew Luck's birthday today. And you're wondering, can I send him, like, I don't know, a book that he enjoys in whatever forest he's in to convince him? Barring that, I'm probably rolling the dice with Kyler Murray if I can. Kevin Blackstone? You know, Kyler Murray's not a bad idea for a first-round draft pick. Um, but here, here's the thing. Think about where you're at, and I go back to what Clinton just mentioned. It's kind of like the psyche of this team. This is a player in, in Zach Wilson who just miraculously didn't screw up a win for you um, against the Buffalo Bills. So do you try to build up his confidence by not immediately bringing in somebody um, to, to take his job? Or do you start or do you really start this search? Kyler Murray would be would be different. And the other thing you gotta think about is Aaron Rodgers. He's got a two-year deal. He is gonna come back. What is he gonna think about the fact that you would go out and get somebody to take his spot? So I think it's a really delicate. Well, the place. financials and, and of his deal are also very fascinating as well. So, I mean the amount of money involved, Clinton Yates. Right. I wanted a name here for quarterback for the Jets. It's week two of the season, and they only have one right now on their depth shot. It's Zach Wilson. Yeah, there's an awkward element of, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? And Wilson is the guy who made sure that everybody got through it. And as a result, because of what I just mentioned, in that building, I'm bringing Flacco back. He's been on that team. He knows the coaches. Zach himself knows him. Bringing in somebody like Kyler to me is way too much of a direct competition because, again, they picked Wilson high in the draft because they believed him in at one point. There's no reason not to go back to that and say, hey, we'll give it a rip. We'll bring in a veteran. You pick, in, you pick up Flacco, he still plays number one Wilson, that is. Flacco is the backup, and you hope that he can become something or later back on down the line because he did it last night. Here's the thing about Zach Wilson, though, that I am wary of beyond the fact that the entire team has very publicly given up on him previously. It's the idea that they tried a version of this before. They tried a version with, like, okay, here's a top five defense, and here's a guy who looks like Zach Wilson and plays like him. How does this go? They had a soft schedule to end. They made a run towards a playoff berth. I can't expect that the health of the defense, which was stellar last season, is going to be the same this season, even after you get over the Rodgers. A.B. But he's also got a running game to work with this year, with, the, with Brees Hall and, right, with, um, with uh, Dalvin Cook. Not only that, Dalvin, he's got the, sure. the emergence of Garrett Wilson as a great receiver. Mm -hmm. This is different. I mean, quarterbacks used to mature in this league. They didn't just come in right. Right, out the, right off the bat and star. So maybe you give a maturation period of You're who still knows how need many a body. weeks or how You're many still going to need somebody. And... and their schedule through the first month of this season, they, do they have time to wait for Kyler Murray? They don't, no. Pablo, potentially, with the way Barely. it looks here. All right, nobody wants to throw on Matt Ryan. We saw him. He said he's not retired. You saw him calling a game this week. Nobody wants to, to go the Tom Brady plays, the Phillip Rivers. I heard Andrew Luck. I think that was the joke. All right, Joe Flacco, the Carson Wentz. won the game. Reminder. Yeah, we're going to talk more about the game not a when we come back. Stat. It's going to be about Josh Allen, though. Can you... Fix a quarterback who's turnover prone. Buy or sell next. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. From the moment the Bills went up on Kansas City with 13 seconds left and it looked like an AFC Championship game ticket was punched, what has gone down with the Buffalo Bills? And the wonder now, has it gone past inconsistency for Josh Allen and arrived at regression? Four turnovers last night, each more head-scratching than the last. How Buffalo lost this game. Pablo, does Buffalo have a Josh Allen problem? They do, Tony, and Josh Allen thinks they have a Josh Allen problem. He was unsparing about himself, unsparing in a way that I think rightfully validates the critics of of Josh Allen who said all of those things about his inaccuracy pre-draft. Like, this is the crazy part about the roller coaster. He proved everybody wrong, and now he's proving everybody right. He leads the NFL in turnovers since 2018. That is wild. We said that he was the example of how you can teach accuracy in the NFL at quarterback. And now he is repudiating the entire pioneering research study that he embodied. You can't get rid of him. He's too good. But I don't know if you can trust him either, which is what's crazy. You said they were trying to teach up accuracy. Can you teach up not making turnovers? Can, can you reverse a quarterback who's turnover prone, Pablo Torre? Not when you're trying to win the game like he does. He has every physical skill and he tries to play like he's about to use all of them at once. And that has been a solution for uh, nobody so far. Kevin Blackestone. You know, if we question whether or not Dak Prescott was a problem for the Cowboys to be able to advance and that he hasn't led the league since 2018 in turnovers, then absolutely Josh Allen is a problem. But it's not just the turnovers, it's also the decision-making and protecting his body. There was a point last night, I think it was at the close of the first half, where they were, they were it was third and 13 or something like that, and he scrambled out of the pocket, and rather than just go down, because he had no chance of making a first down, he decided to collide into about three defenders. Just unnecessary. So you've got to be able to coach safety to himself, safety to the team, and improve his accuracy by just being smarter. Can't throw three picks like that and expect to win. Harry Lyles Jr. Tony, I think Josh Allen is one of the most frustrating players to watch just because when he plays within himself, the only other player I think that is more exciting to watch is probably Patrick Mahomes, but he plays the game like he's playing himself on Madden. He throws any pass he wants to, he takes any (laughs) hit that's in front of him, and it's just not good for business. So yes, I do think that they have a problem with him. If he plays within himself, it is a complete 
game changer for this team. In fact, we know it is because we've seen them not be able to run the football for the last two years because it hasn't mattered because he's either going to make the pass or get the okay, first down himself so let's, on the ground. Okay, so let's stretch the analogy out a little bit further. Can the Bills hit a reset button with Josh Allen and have him be less turnover prone, I guess is the question, Harry. I think that they can. Whatever Brian Dable was doing in order to get him to play within himself, they need to find that again because they haven't had it since he left. Mm. Clinton Yates. Mm. Yeah, and I think the start of that was him, you know, channeling Taylor Swift and saying, it's me, hi, I'm the problem. And if he's going to willing to admit that, then I believe that he's willing to try to improve as well. Two of those picks were effectively punts, long throws that they got down inside of the 5-4. And if you're going to tell me that the top side of what he has is that good, it's not a problem for me. It's just something that you've kind of got to sort out. And that's what football is. He's good for 40-odd touchdowns a year. I know there's a lot of picks and a lot of turnovers, but if he's that good, he's worth it, especially if you think he got a just The fourth turnover the was the fumble at the line which creeped up again because it happened last year in another incomprehensible loss they had against Minnesota, if you remember that game. Okay, so Buffalo drops the first game of the season, but looking at the rest of the conference, we know Kansas City took an L, and there were some surprising outcomes getting back to where they need to be, Clinton Yates, in addition to Allen, what needs to change? Because the whole team lost this game to a Zach Wilson-led Jets team. I, by the end of the I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going crazy about this. Again, they lost this game in overtime on a punt return. This was, this was an unusual situation in many different ways last night. I don't think the Bills are in panic mode remotely. I do think that what Harry's saying is correct. Make better decisions, you will get better. Harry Lyles Jr.? I, I mean, I think it's got to be a problem. And to KB's point, the only reason we haven't talked about it sooner is because they've won 10, 13, 11, and 13 games the last four seasons. If they hadn't done that, we would have been talking about this much, much sooner. Right. So to get back to that Kevin Black stone. Well, the Jets scored 13 points off of Josh Allen turnovers. That was the difference last night. Pablo Torre. Yeah, I would say um, hire Brian Dayball back. <laughs> but that's not happening. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Buy or sell too. An NBA store. Can the NBA really implement these rules to fine and punish teams when they sit stars? It's currently a proposal. Team fines could start at 100000 Could go up to a million dollars if a franchise sits more than one all-star for a game. Or sit an all-star in back-to-back -back games. Or for national TV games. Kevin. Buy or sell the NBA able to implement this and get around their load management problem? Hold up. You're, gonna, you're telling me that the NBA is going to mandate how much a player must play or how little a player cannot play without consulting the CBA, without consulting the Players Association, without C.J. McCollum at the table? Um, I, I don't see how that's happening. That's a collective bargaining um, situation, if anything is. I mean, that absolutely impacts labor. I understand that the league has a problem and, and with, uh, with load management and stars need to play, when, especially when they're on the road, but that is not the way to go about it without the union at the time. Tyree Lyles Jr. Yeah, it feels like they can't really get away with this, again, without the union in play. I understand that you need your star players, not just in the arena on any night, but especially for primetime games. But this doesn't seem the way to go about it, especially when the reason that this is happening is for player health. So either fix the schedule or go hit the table and talk about this with the players and find a solution. This isn't it. 
This has such boomer, I had to go uphill both ways to school energy as a punishment kind of thing, and it sounds ridiculous. Harry touched on it. The way to change this is obvious. Less games on the schedule. I know nobody wants to talk about that because of the way that the money comes in, but if you're really talking about health, that's what's actually going to change what's what's you know available to guys in terms of their ability to play games. Pablo Torre. But, but let's be very clear about why the NBA is trying to do this, and it is desperate for all the reasons you guys said. The real solution is lower the number of games. They're not going to do that because of money. So what they're trying to beg, they're trying to beg. I mean, they're saying, please don't embarrass us. We just gave the San Antonio Spurs, Tony, a record number of national TV games because Victor Wembanyama is the newest best thing. And what happens if that guy is getting load managed in his rookie season? That's what they're worried about. And I get why they're worried. It's entertainment. It's a TV product. The problem is when teams see an edge because they're playing for the championship and not for this regular season game, which matters less, you're going to have cutthroat teams being cutthroat about entertainment, meaning they don't value it as much as Adam Silver does. And that is the tension you can't resolve with a rule like this begging, please don't make me look bad. You reminded me of something when you were talking about the national TV games for San Antonio. The national TV games for the Jets this year. And the number of times Zach Wilson currently, Zach Wilson could be, maybe it'll be Matthew Stafford by the end of it. Who knows? It is going to be on national TV. It's five games. Uh, Harry Lyles Jr., Pablo Torre. Showdown next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. They lost week one with Adam. They'll have him in week two. Chris Jones in Kansas City agreeing to terms, ending the holdout. They agreed for the same salary per game, minus the week he just missed, so he's even making less than he made last year. But then there's more bonuses for play if he reaches certain levels. Harry, was this a holdout that worked for team and player or didn't work for team and player? I think 60-40 in favor of Chris Jones. You got to tell the team, hey, look, you really did need me. He's going to be able to make up the money, not just his fines, but the money he actually wanted. They're incentivized, and if you're the Chiefs, you get to make him earn it. All right. 
Yeah, it just feels, though, like it was avoidable. Like, I get why Chris Jones... Look, anybody missing a week of football in which your team lost and you look better as a result of it, great move. But it felt unnecessary in the end of the finances going to come out to this. Didn't feel like you won super yeah, big. Yeah. And now they're on one. Split the point, move on. LeBron firing up a bat signal for Team USA at the Olympics. This is the re-re-redeem team. After the flame out at the World Cup, Bron, Curry, Durant for Paris, Pablo, will that show the world? At a certain point, you can only redeem things so many times. You need another verb here besides redeem. I would say that it is like calling up your big brother and being like, okay, can we please get the adults back? Because we're now just officially embarrassed. Harry Lyles? Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, this is this is the fine, we'll do it team. Like, can we skip this step, right? <laughs> Where we have to lose it before we go and then be like, all right, no, we'll go win it. Like, if we could just avoid that, I think we'll be all happier with the result. Harry Lyles Jr., that's 30 seconds of FaceTime. So Xavier Gibson, the player that had the punt return for a touchdown last night on Monday Night Football, was undrafted out of Stephen F. Austin. You've probably only heard of them if you watch the NCAA tournament, but he is a player that was one of the last to make the Jets roster on Hard Knocks. You saw Robert Sala tell him about the news. He said, you're going to do great things for us. You saw those on Monday night. He said the thing that he really liked about Xavier Gibson was his approach and his mindset. I think that that is something that he talked about maximizing his abilities. You saw that last night. So, hey, if you're watching this and you're going through something that's tough or you really just want to better yourself, I think that that's a what perfect a great example face time, of how to try yeah. to make it work. And maximize those blocks you get where there's a leg up on the competition, right? You might need a little Real quick, help. Professor no. Blackstone, Professor Journalism. Tip the hat to Patrick Mahomes. The comma, comma. hate that comma, man. Oh. <laughs>